podcast is called Infinity Rewatch, and the show that we're talking about is called Miss Marvel, and I am called Andrew Fantasia, especially in England where they say called instead of named. What are you called? Actually, I don't know. What are you called, sir? <laughs> when it comes to looking at the Marvel Universe, you can call me the Department of Damage Control. I'm Ryan J. Whitehead. What's up, everybody? Welcome back for yet another episode. We are just pumping out content like crazy. Ah. Here we are. Can you tell us your name again, but in a British accent this time? Uh, give me a second. And you can say governor if you want. <laughs> right. So you, I'm a part of the Department of Damage Control, and you can call me Ryan J. Whitehead. I'll do I that mean. then, sir. Right, governor. So this is what we're talking about today. I'm not going to do the accent the whole time. It's just gonna, it's just gonna get confusing for if, you. <laughs> if you want that podcast, guys, that's you got to go on the Patreon for that. For <laughs> whole British ones. You want a whole British accent? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you promised them, but it's dangerous. Oh, I make lots of dangerous promises on Patreon. <laughs> there's ice cream socials. There's too much stuff on there. Oh, uh, so Miss Marvel's over. We got to the finale. Um, and I'll say right off the bat, they did a better job sticking the landing than I thought they would, considering mm -hmm. the rushed nature that we talked about last week, how all these six-episode series just feel like they're ending at the halfway point. They did a better job with not feeling rushed than I think Moon Knight and, and Hawkeye did. This is... I know Marvel always tries to avoid an origin story and trying to keep it fresh and original, but this literally felt like a neatly packaged origin story. Like yeah. she gets like pieces of her outfit. She gets the mask in one episode. She gets the suit in the other episode. She gets the, she gets the, the, the dress that goes on top of the suit in another episode. And then in the end, her name's Miss Marvel done. Like it was like, oh no, sorry. She gets the bangle in the first episode. Like each episode, she gets one piece to the overarching puzzle, literally. And then at the end, it's like, and you're Miss Marvel. Bye. Like, and show's over. That's it. But that was a cool idea of like every episode, she gets one more piece of the suit. And we finally get the full suit here, Ryan. And I got to say, this suit is fantastic. I like it a lot. It actually is a really good adaptation from the comic books. It really, it, it keeps its color, uh, which is really nice. It's a very eye-popping blue and red and, and yellow, mm -hmm. uh, very primary. And uh, and on top of that, like it has kind of like a shiny, uh, shiny material to it. And so it really fits the character really well. Um, and yeah, I absolutely loved, I loved the, I actually, you know, one thing I'm a big fan of is the mask. Because those kind of those kind of figure eight masks are very hard to pull off and make them look very fresh. Uh, when Green Arrow did it, he kind of spray painted it on his face or whatever or whatever he did at first, and then they gave him one, but it still kind of looked fake, I guess. It's real easy um, for those to look dorky. Yeah, Umbrella Academy is a really good example, actually. And if you look at the like, I think it's the second or first episode, first episode where you see the kids with the masks and they have the yellow eyes. It just doesn't sit right to me. It doesn't look right. Um, so it's always kind of a weird, it's a weird balance, balancing act with those kind of masks. But for Kamala, they did a really good job. I don't know, it was kind of like 3D printed or something, but it was kind of more plasticky than than the latex kind of on the face. So I, I don't know, but either way, it, it worked. It just, it really settled in. So yeah, definitely thumbs up for the costume. 
it does work and it looks good on her. And every time I see one of those masks, it always like bothers me because I, I always get into the into my head of like, how is it staying on? How do you put it on? What's yeah. keeping it there? What's it like those masks are baffling? I don't understand them. Maybe I think there's spirit a, gum on the back or something. I don't know. No, I think it's a band, like a, a like a ski mask band that she tightens on the back, so it like perma uh, perma stays on. That makes uh, much more sense. It's spirit. Yeah. Gum. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, this you know the thing about this episode is it it wraps up a neat little package and says, hey, this is Miss Marvel, and it's good because it does a lot of cultural exploration, which is really nice. I was actually talking to my buddy Rav, and he was saying, like, uh, it really brings in a lot of new audience members, like his wife, which I mentioned before. But he's like, what's crazy is how they dive into the partition story because that actually happened to his grandma. And it's it's actually eerily, like, it's eerily reminiscent uh, because of how they, like, really get into that part of the history, mm-hmm. So, which was really good to see. Uh, but yeah, this episode kind of played out exactly as I thought it was going to, which is kind of just like fast-paced action, wrapping up the story very quickly, answering all the questions, leaving you with virtually nothing left in terms of Kamala's story as a whole. Um, but they obviously built towards what's going on with the Marvels, which was kind of cool. We'll get to that, though. Uh, but yeah, this this action sequence kind of kicks off very quickly. And the other thing, too, is is like, she just gets into it and her family is like very accepting of her identity very fast. Like I, I love how you said like mom mom's word is law. Yes, I'm talking about talking about my parents. They accept that <laughs> we're superheroes very easily. When we told your mom and dad that you and I had superpowers, they were like, just make sure you bring an extra sweater. <laughs> and always bring a lunch with you. <laughs> Oh yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, so it, it it was kind of like it it kind of didn't give itself room to kind of like have these genuine moments. It's kind of like yeah, you're a superhero. Okay, go go out there, go out there, do your thing. Yeah, yeah. We as much as they did stick this landing, this show needed like two more episodes to really give everything room to breathe. Um, I I feel like the my overall feeling on how this show is like when we get to the end and we give it our infinity stone rating, whatever, a lot of my rating choice has to do with the fact that it it felt strange to me to end on let's beat damage control as our big climax. When I really feel like, and I feel like every other fan felt like the big climax should have had to do with the gym and this whole thing going on. like damage control this lady who's after them who's in damage control who's trying to stop them who's like our villain i couldn't even tell you what her name is right so yeah it's so odd that this afterthought of a villain this first boss of a villain if you will is the climax and this giant more important thing that ties into kamala's past and her powers and other worlds is just sort of wrapped up before the climax it's weird man it's real weird disney plus is still toddling when it comes to the pacing of these shows they're still toddlers they're still cutting their teeth on it it's Mm -hmm. better paced i think than the netflix marvel shows the pacing on those was too long it was pretty like they needed less episodes (laughs) we we just have to find a happy medium uh, and i don't think we're quite there yet 
So not quite 13 episodes, but not quite six. So maybe like eight or nine and just like live right there. Eight sounds good. Eight sounds pretty eight good sounds, Yeah, eight sounds like a good number. I'll never forget maybe. season one of Jessica Jones when it's like this episode ends where Jessica's like, that's it. I've had enough of this bad guy. We're going to pool our resources and beat him once and for all. And then there's three episodes left. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah no it's it's quite it, it's quite a weird rhythm for sure i i'm definitely not digging the six episode thing sometimes i feel like it's not quite enough um and other times it just feels too like too fast like it's just just like oh okay she's miss marvel and then like all right let's go um but yeah so there's some there's some weird moments here like i think the backstory of the villain's definitely lacking in the show because why is this agent going rogue like besides the obvious, like oh, she has power. She's destroying the city. You're instigating the problem. Like why? Why? Why is this desperation? And why can't you just like talk it out? You know what I mean? Like Miss Marvel literally destroyed nothing, mm-hmm. and the only destruction happened here because she's fighting this lady's troops. So mm-hmm. whoever this woman was, like I'm glad that Succession Man fired her. Because it's like, what are you doing? What's your end game here, lady? What do you want? <laughs> so, so I mean, first of all, I always love a good manhunt episode, especially when the pacing's there and it's it's a lot of fun. Um, also, I felt the other issue here is Bruno's story kind of felt to the wayside here. Like, you know, uh, the school scene's a lot of fun. I love the planning. I love the home alone kind of element. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, home alone in a school. Yeah, and I I love the I love whenever she has a plan that she sketches it out on the chalkboard, which is really fun. Um and like it's and like there's so many other things. Like there's other parts of the story missing, like the uh the the frenemy girl who like turned out to be a super big friend because she like saved her. Like that felt disingenuine. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, oh, you saved my life, and now you know I'm gonna be your friend. And it's like, I get that that's a very admirable thing. And yes, you should help her. But at the same time, like, we don't see that transition from like, we don't see the transition from like, oh my God, you're wearing another Marvel shirt to I go cosplaying at Marvel Comic Con to I am now going to help. And I always knew all along it was Kamala. And it's like, mm. yeah, that girl. I'll buy was... it, I guess. Oh, she. I'll, I feel the same way. I'll buy it, I guess, is pretty much the right way to sum it up. But yeah. I think you're right. I think they did Bruno dirty. Um, he's... Because, like, he actually had a really romantic build-up throughout yeah. this entire story. He's into Kamala, and he's her best friend, but you can tell he has feelings for her, and he's struggling with this whole thing of, do I leave her and go to Caltech for my future, or do I stay, blah, blah, blah. And his home got blown up. Um, I can't remember if he has parents that live there, but like, are they okay? That's yeah. never addressed. And then he's just like, yeah. okay, I'm off to Caltech. See ya. And then that's it. Uh, yeah, Bruno well, got done dirty. They treated Bruno as if there was a season two coming. But yeah. they haven't said there's a season two coming. Well, and the other the other issue with Bruno's story as well is that that like they they show how involved he is in the family and community, like really demonstrating his devotion to Kamala. And it just complete and, and in one shot like of her falling for uh Cameron, that like oh i guess that that's not a thing they don't have a romantic interest of any kind mm-hmm. I, I, 
Like it's, it, it was a weird disconnect for me. I mean, but again, it's a fun episode. It's absolutely the Marvel kind of, I, what I love about it is like, it just feels like that home alone movie for, for superhero, for superhero fans, which is always fun. But it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, there's some real moments that are sped up too quick. And the brother all of a sudden showing up and like, yeah, I went to school here too. And I'm going to help you out. <laughs> it's just everything. It's just like they hit a green light and then all these positive things are happening to Kamala as they go through. And those would have felt a lot more natural if there were two more episodes to this show, Disney. That's all we're saying. Uh, I do love her brother. I feel like if I had gone to that school at the same time as her brother, like I would have made friends with him really fast. Like he just seems yeah. like a cool guy. Uh, and I, I feel like there's a scene in this episode, Ryan, that I can relate to a thousand percent, which is when Zoe is trying to break the fire extinguisher and it's just <laughs> not working. I'm like, that would be me. That would be me. <laughs> and she's like picking through the glass. <laughs> absolutely um i mean i've always one thing i always would have loved to have done is fill up the the, the ball machine with the, the baseballs and just that oh yeah do those yeah. even exist in canada i've never mm -hmm. seen those here i i am pretty sure they do but they're like a more of a machine that like just shoots the one consistent one out yeah. there um yeah so i mean the so First of all, it was nice to see. It was nice to see more of damage control. That's a positive side of this story that I like to see. And they're using more, you know, the Stark tech with the sonic cannons that like would knock out the Hulk, which I thought yes. was really cool. Um, Stuff and, that's and, not drones, so therefore yeah. not boring. <laughs> so, so I definitely enjoyed seeing seeing that. And uh, the troops were pretty rough with the. I mean, Bruno has the scene where he does the distraction and the dude just knocks him right out. Like, I, I don't know. It's somewhere that I think that's crossing a line. Just like he full on takes like a, uh, the, the back of the gun to the face there and he just like falls to the ground immediately. Yeah, that was, I feel, I wasn't sure when that happened. I was like, are they playing that for laughs? Because that's cruel. <laughs> that's a yeah. child. He's essentially yeah. a child. Yeah. <laughs> Like you just hit a minor. That's like that's <laughs> what it just went down there. Um, yeah, no. So that was that was weird to me. But yeah, overall the 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 scene is pretty fun with the traps, and I love the the I love the the action sequences in this. Like they do a lot of really cool ideas, like the the sliding under the desk and then blocking the doorway there, and of course they just sonic cannon their way through it. But um, but yeah, like uh, Kamala fighting the the guards is really fun, uh, and like seeing her, I loved seeing her like uh, running across the streets, and she stops at the light and swings and does the whole thing. Like uh, they really kind of they really did a good job representing her powers and like really giving a fun uh, a fun superhero power experience. Like just seeing her power, like because sometimes in most films you'll see. Captain America, for example, will throw the shield in like two scenes and that's it. Like we don't see it as much in certain movies as others. Whereas this whole experience with Kamala, we see her use her powers quite frequently. Like there's not a lot of resting resting points between. Like she's always doing something with her powers. And her powers look amazing. Mm -hmm. I love the way they look. Even when Kamran is using his, it's just like a slightly different color. His are green and yellow. I like that. That looks... I, that's some of the nicest looking powers 
that I think mm -hmm. the MCU has, period. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely very it's very visually beautiful. I mean, Marvel's been getting a lot of hits lately that the CG just isn't quite up to par. Um, Which I don't get. I don't understand that. I don't know what they're seeing that I'm not seeing. I, I don't know if it's just a trend that people are like, yeah, you know what? The the visuals aren't great, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I buy that because Gore looked pretty intense visually with this, even with CG moments. Um, and Thor Ragnarok, I'm trying to, like, the goats, they, they looked fine. I, I literally oh. saw an article today that said, here's our theory on why Thor Love and Thunder's CGI looks so awful. And I'm like, where? where? Why? Who? What? Go, go to sleep, Screen Rant. Just go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny how there's a lot of, un, there's a lot of bad reviews now unraveling with Thor, with Thor. Like I, I watched recently, I just watched today, uh, during my break, a video on, um, on what the story was missing with Thor. And they talked about like, uh, they talked about, uh, there's apparently an intense gore scene missing where he's actually like being a butcher, which is interesting. Uh, and then there's also a scene, uh, a lot of people were asking like, where's Loki? There was a lot of plot holes missing there. Uh, there Loki's was one dead. about, that's where Loki yeah. is. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's one about Jane. Like they had a whole list of, of issues they had with the movie. Uh, and I, I was just like, where's all this coming from? Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's still a positive and fun movie. Like I'll admit, I'll admit it has a, it has a few flaws, but it's not as bad as people are making it out to be. But no. going back to even going back to even Kamala, it just it just does seem like they're kind of playing catch up, and it's like, but I thought we're trying to build a universe here, like so, and and we're in a new phase, like we're post we're post end game here, so there's a lot to kind of where there's a lot of effects we have to see after this giant like event that like caused a lot of things. Uh, you know, like, like for example, Cap's re retired, technically. Uh, Iron Man's dead. And, like, you know, what's Banner been... Well, we're going to find out what Banner's been up to. Uh, Hawkeye. Like, the Hawkeye and She-Hulk, like, those kind of stories work because we're kind of seeing literally the effects of what happened. But we're, like, Miss Marvel, we're kind of seeing it with damage control, but it doesn't quite explain anything uh, in terms of, like, what does this mean? Like what is, I think that's what it left me with. What does this mean? And it's not the one, it's not the kind of thing like most shows give you where it's like, okay, what does this mean? Because I'm thinking this, this, and this, I'm literally left with like, what does this mean? Period. In terms yeah. of damage control and this secret agent that's like not following orders thing. Is this the first time we've seen damage control like as an organization? I know we've seen the guy in Spider-Man, but have we seen... Yeah damage control period before uh we've only yeah we only seen him twice in spider-man and this is the the first time we've seen him out we've seen them outside of spider-man okay yeah the so the choice to make them present here like i get it you build up that part of the world but i and i probably sound like a broken record but i feel like if this was eight episodes where the first four was dealing with damage control in jersey and the second four was going to Pakistan and dealing with the the jinn and all that stuff. I feel like that's just a better story. Yeah. Right. Uh, or or if yeah. this was two seasons and season one was Jersey and season two was Pakistan and we get that mm. next year or something. I don't. But like 
there's a handful of better ways to tell the story than the way they told it. Well, I think I think this is kind of one of those Quentin Tarantino stories where like you have the first episode setting the tone of like her on the run from damage control. Uh, like like the battle of damage control happens and she loses, but she finds an opportunity to escape to uh, Pakistan to to learn about who she is and, and what she does, like having those family moments because she can't quite figure out her powers yet and she doesn't understand like what her role is and everything. So then you have that four episode, like you said, story arc. And then she's like, okay, I get who I am now. I know what I need to do. And then she comes back to face damage control and then solve her problems. Because this, it kind of did this weird like back and forth of like, I need to figure out what I'm doing, but da but damage control, actually no, sorry. It, it really just kicks off with Kamala's backstory, but damage control like pretty much appears in the first episode and then takes a vacation to like the fifth and sixth episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that lady was like in Cuba. And then yeah. she, she's sitting on the beach with the corona and she's like, oh shit, I was trying to kill that girl. <laughs> and she like booked the flight back. To yeah, the no, it's like, yeah, it's like she booked vacation with work and she's like, oh, I'm going to have to put this case on hold until I get back. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, I don't know. And it's strange. And it's not like Loki where it ended saying you're getting a season two. So chill. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Now, I, I have a question about TikTok, Ryan, because I am an old man who does not use TikTok and does not care for TikTok. Is that how TikTok works, where she makes a video and it's, like, streaming to everybody's phone, like a news report, like a like an I emergency broadcast? I wouldn't say it's, like, TikTok exactly. It's more Instagram Live because it's, like, you essentially – because, like, TikTok, my understanding for that platform – man, we sound so old talking about this. Sounds old, Ryan. Exactly. Why didn't she just send a telegram on an auto gyro like a normal person? No, that's still too futuristic. She needs to send a carrier pigeon. Why yeah. wasn't carrier pigeons involved? Um, but Instagram, you can go live and you would be on for the whole time and people can like and comment and leave the little you know notes and stuff like that. But TikTok, my understanding of it is like literally it's like 10 second video like or, or like 30 seconds. Like it's you short publications go. So, okay. So there was kind of some TikTok moments with like, which this is something actually the scene, the, the social media scene I actually really like of like, you know, uh, Ms., uh, Kamala needs her help, like blah, 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 or hard light or whatever she's called needs her help. And like the rallying of the community, because that's something that was definitely Spider-Man would do in the comics is like New York would rally for him if he's like losing a very epic scale battle. Um, but this is the modernized version is like, oh, we need to help her. And then everyone goes online like, I know her. Yeah, let's go support. And I actually really enjoyed that moment because it's just such an endearing modern Marvel telling of like the people's hero. Yeah, and and like it really that. sets it sets Miss Marvel in that same tone, um, which, again, like this show really does well in is like if you want a modern day new type of spider-man character this is miss marvel is her own but spider-man feeling character in the sense of if you like that storytelling miss marvel hits those notes really well it is very i literally almost texted you during that scene and said you mess with one of us you mess with it's all messed... of us <laughs> exactly it's it's very much that moment and it's it's perfect like that's that's what you want and and you know when all this when all the stakes are stacked against her 
In fact, like I, I did love and both hate that moment where she's like, everything's against her. And there's this like, there's this moment where she's like deciding what to do and then summons the strength to do it. I was kind of hoping for an interference by like some superhero, like an Avenger of some kind, like, you know, I'm Sam, give me Sam. Throw somebody in at the last but second. It, that would have felt really lame. But of course it's, it's her moment to do the embiggen thing. And she yeah. just is able to flex her power. Um, I mean, I think Miss Marvel fans were all waiting for that particular moment, like where she literally says embiggen. And then does her uh, does her Miss Marvel stuff. It's 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 really a cool moment, and I, I really was happy to see that. And as every Simpson fan knows, embiggen is a perfectly cromulent word. So that's a deep <laughs> cut Simpsons joke. If anybody yeah. out there gets that, you are my uh, people. Um, we learned a cool thing about Kamala at the end of the episode, though. I love the scene she has on the roof with her dad. I love that dad is back. We haven't seen dad in a long time. Very humble moment. Yeah. And he tells her her name means a wonder, or more accurately, a marvel. And I think, Ryan, that's the first time in, let's see, 14 years of the MCU that the word marvel has actually been spoken out loud. That's a fascinating fact there, sir. I'm surprised you. <laughs> what, what was the movie that mentioned the word marvel? None. That's why I'm saying, like, we've we've had the MCU for 14 <laughs> years, and I'm pretty sure that's the first time they've used that word. I want to say because I don't think Captain Marvel was actually ever called Captain Marvel, was she? I think they were just like, "Hey, it's Carol," or "Hey, it's the Captain." I could be wrong. Uh, well, she was Veers, and they called, and she was called Veers because there was like the Carol Danvers. Uh, Carol Danvers. Right. And then I'm, and then her her call sign was the Avenger. Yeah, right. I don't think they yeah, used it in that movie. I don't think they've ever had reason to call her Marvel. So I thought that was kind of neat. And it was a beautiful moment mm -hmm. to give that to her and her dad to be like, yeah, in Urdu, that's what Kamala means. And I was like, ah, she's yes. Marvel. She's literally Marvel. It's such a great moment. And and you know what? Uh Aman, I, I think that's a wonderful moment for her as an actor because like she's a big fan of Marvel and the character's name means Marvel. So it's like a beautiful, you know, uh beautiful uh moment that's put together for her. Uh and it's it's just such a wonderful scene and and yeah, and she just goes off to do her thing. Um I did like that scene as well, but again, it's just it just again they because of how short the show is, it's just like here and here you're Marvel. Okay, go have fun. Have fun now. <laughs> just and then she's like, and all of a sudden she's like, okay, I haven't talked to Bruno in a while. Let's figure out what Bruno is. Okay, we found Bruno. Okay, we need to go to the school. Let's figure this out. <laughs> like it's like it's like it's like the last part of Scooby Doo when they have all the answers and they're literally rushing to like fix everything at the last possible second. Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. Or like when you go to an improv competition. And yeah. the, the team is doing their skit and the judge is like, you have 30 seconds to wrap up your improv skit. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of Bruno though, Bruno leaves us with a tantalizing note that Kamala Khan has, uh, you know, whatever is going on with her body, whatever is going on with her powers is like some kind of, say it with me now, Ryan, Mutation. mutation. <laughs> oh, mutation, yes. Uh, mutation, and then, yes. And we and hear they a do little, that little bit of 
<laughs> they do that nice little nice little musical reference there which i you know i have a question here i or sorry i have a little this is our little moment of of thoughts let's let's throw in some opinions here this is the second time we've heard this lovely little scale of uh of the the x-men theme there which what does that mean what does that mean does that mean if we get mutants does that mean that they're gonna be as close feeling to the animated series as possible or is it just letting fans know that like hey we just love when you say mutants we're gonna play the jingle and that's it i mean in my own selfish andrew world i hope that they look as close to those to the cartoon as possible and i hope that whatever this x-men movie is it has a reworked maybe even orchestral version of that theme song. Um, mm -hmm. The same way that in Homecoming, we got that like, burr, 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 right? Like, why not do that? How, wh what do you have to lose by doing that? Um, so I, I hope that's what they're telling us is going to happen. But what I wanna know, Ryan, is the X-Men corner of the, the Marvel world is arguably its biggest corner, right? There's a lot of X-Men characters. There's a lot. Absolutely, absolutely. Why are we waiting, like, or not us, but why are they waiting till this hypothetical X-Men movie that still ha doesn't have a confirmed, like, release or anything yet? Why not just throw, like, Blob into the show? Why not just throw, like, a C-list X-Men adjacent character? Uh, like. Callisto, I don't know, somebody, why why wait until the movie to introduce like 47 characters, you know what I mean? Or like, yeah, or Avalanche and Pyro or somebody. <laughs> yeah, like there's so, there are a hundred mm -hmm. characters who are just X-Men characters, probably more. Why have See, we not started sprinkling them yet? You, you got a good point because the other issue I have here with this is it seems like Marvel doesn't like they don't want to give the audience anything. They they want to they want to give the audience very specific things. And mm -hmm. that being said, when when you introduce a character like that, it's very much um, it's very much like we throw it. Let's say they throw in the blob. Let's say it happens and it happened in Miss Marvel, and it's like okay that it, I think they feel like that opens a door to tell more of a narrative in that story, but they don't want to do it for, because they want to keep the, they want to keep the story they have very much in a nutshell so that they can say like, okay, that's our Miss Marvel story. You know what I mean? And, and we're done. And I don't know why they keep doing that. They keep doing like they, I think Shang-Chi had the right idea, but it still wasn't kind of fully executed well enough. Where like abomination was there like what like you could have not had that scene and still given us a, a pretty amazing song chi scene but no you threw in wong and abomination did it add anything to the story not really did it open up an avenue that like could be a part of something later absolutely but mm -hmm. the problem is it's so few and far between that we're not gonna really like we're not really gonna feel its value until until it happens which is the worst position you want to be in because you don't know when that's going to happen. We could get it in She-Hulk, which will be like, oh, that's so smart. Like, what a great scene. And I bet you 
when we do our Infinity Rewatch uh, podcast slash YouTube video on it that you guys can watch on both YouTube and on all the platforms that you can listen to podcasts on. Uh, yeah, that There's going to be that like, oh, like you, it's kind of like that puzzle moment where you see all the pieces and you start realizing how they're all going to fit together. But the fact that it was so shallow of a cameo experience, it kind of just was like, oh, Abomination's there. That's kind of neat. And that's, and that's all it is. It's kind of like anticlimactic. For, yeah, for now. You're right. With hindsight, I mean, let's put this on the table. Kevin Feige is smarter than us. He knows what he's doing. We a trust him. He's a lot yeah. smarter. He's a lot more handsome. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you're a little bit more handsome than him, I think. Um, but, like, he – we trust him that he knows what he's doing, that the people there know what the mixing and matching is. I just feel like there are 50 gazillion X-Men characters, like – what's the harm i'm not saying put wolverine in this show for a minute mm. i'm just saying like what's the harm of seeing henry peter Guyrich on the senate in one scene you know like i but i'm sure they're, they're but you see that's my reason. point i think i think if you're a non-comic book viewer you're gonna be like okay well what why is that scene there like what do, what do i need to know about that i often find i often find with people who are more casual with these shows they, they tend to ask a lot of questions about a lot of things that's like, you don't really need to worry about it. Like, like you say, don't worry about it. And then they're just like, well, then why is it in there? But then right. but the, it just, it just brings up that case study of that scene in Shang-Chi with Abomination. Why did you put that in there? Yeah, it's, it's strange, man. So it, it's something that we just have to mm-hmm. find out when we find out. But but I'm all for it. I'm all I'm I'm all for it. Like mm-hmm. I'm all for putting the blob or avalanche or like you know um, or I would love Henry Peter Gyrich as a cameo, and it would have worked really well with uh, with like the Department of Damage Control. Like like maybe the, the that guy was on the phone with him, being like Gyrich is like there's a better way to get these kids with powers. Let's do it this way, right? Like let me send in like or like. He'd be like, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like there's, mm-hmm. there could have been something there to kind of start making a fire with. Um, and, and a really good example of a case study is, uh, is when uh, Tony Stark appeared in the Hulk. That scene mm-hmm. really had nothing to do with anything. It had nothing to do with anything. But what, what it did pay off in the later run is like, you know, uh, later on is that Stark started talking to um, – Thunderbolt Ross and he's like yeah we need to be put in line like we do and he starts working with but like that scene in the Hulk movie didn't really add any value to anything but at the same time it was just nice to see Tony come in and just be like yo we're putting together you know something who's we okay well all this stuff and then everything unfolds and it's beautiful yeah as long as when this X-Men movie comes out it doesn't feel overstuffed because if it's going, if they're going to save every X Men character for this movie, it's going to be like, wow, you're introducing 45 characters in one movie. Like, good luck with that. That's why I feel like they can face themselves if they want. Um, but, but like the cool thing you could do, and we talked about this before in, in past episodes when we've talked about the mutants and stuff. Uh, actually, when we did our list of uh, of characters we want to see, um, one of the things I mentioned is it would be cool in the MCU have like cameos of the the characters being all stealth and guile right like like for example um like like having them move cloak and dagger through the shadows you know what i mean like 
Uh, like in the news, like for example, if there's a segment in the news, like like we saw Spider Man, like oh, you know, um, uh, a, a government facility has been attacked, and then you see like kind of like in Ant Man where they show like a clip of like a, a small scene, like like Gambit throwing a card and blowing up a fence kind of thing. And then, like, we're seeing un unusual individuals with powers. What does this mean for, like, our na uh, national security and all this stuff? And then literally go back to the headline. Oh, and by the way, Spider-Man has been unmasked as our main story. Like, yes. And that would have been, like, that's the kind of little scenes we need to see to help build that world and get us more excited for these moments, even more excited for these moments. Like, oh, by the way, Miss Marvel, you, you have a mutation. Do -do 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 -do. That kind of thing. <laughs> There is a very random cameo in the credits of this finale. Did you spot it? Oh, no, I probably didn't. I, I was kind of like trying to, like, are you talking about the end credits cameo? Not the actual scene. I'm talking about yeah. during the credits, uh, during the animation or whatever, there is a small cameo, a very small cameo. Uh, there is a, a moving truck from Trust a Bro Moving Company from Hawkeye. Oh, the, yeah, the that Russian I Oscars. saw. Yeah. I thought you meant like a character. No, I saw the trust. That's been in like every end credit <laughs> sequence, man. They always Has it been in every episode of this? Yeah. Oh, oh damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I need new glasses. That's the moral story. <laughs> um, I, I like that we got a cool uh, reference here that it's all like the show kind of referenced MCU fandom in a way here at the end with uh, with Makia and Bruno uh, when they pull up in, in Kamran's vehicle that they commandeered because he doesn't need it anymore. And Nakia actually says a line that comes from a meme from the first Avengers movie where she says, uh, what's the actual quote? Let me find it here. Um, Get in, losers. We're getting shawarma. <laughs> and it goes from that Bruce Banner and, and uh, RDJ meme. And uh, I, I was like, ah, I, I, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. That's, uh, I mean, what a cool place to put that because it feels like it fits like it feels like miss marvel would reference avenger stuff because she's like a fan too you know what i mean like it just it fits well uh and then she turns into captain marvel suck with that i don't know if it turns into as more as switch places with captain marvel yeah um, first of all i i said in the on the on the phone there when i texted when i sent you the texted messagey mm -hmm. you know i did that thing where i sent you a message over the phone um, but I love her new outfit. I think it's like her best look yet. I thought the, I thought honestly, I hundred percent thought the Russos would have made her costume look like top tier, but no, whoever, whoever designed her outfit for this show, they did it. They, they nailed exactly how she should look and feel with the comics. Like she's got like the kind of cool styled side hair there. And then the outfit, the short sleeves, so she looks like stronger and tougher. Love it. And like the biker gloves. Oh, yeah. I want to go back and see it because I didn't really get a good look at it. It's a very short, it's a very short cameo moment. But yeah, so this is where I'd like to know what does this mean? What is, so is it, and here's the thing is like Miss Marvel's, or Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel's been like going around the universe solving problems left, right, and center. So whatever happened helped made her swap places. So, which is interesting. Uh, but so like now my big question is, is the bangle related to the, the 10 rings technology? 
that's the million dollar question, isn't it? I mean, this bangle, it's sending her back in time on its own, apparently. Like it gets mm -hmm. touched and it sends her back. And now completely on its own, it's swapping places with Miss uh, with Captain Marvel of all people, who aside from being her idol, they don't really have any connection that we know of. And as far as I remember in Shang-Chi, the 10 rings are pretty much like they don't really do anything unless you make them do it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what the deal with this bangle is. I really feel like the way the show ended, there's a second season that needs to happen. Maybe it'll get announced in a week and a half with Comic-Con. Maybe it won't. I don't know. We know we're getting this movie as sort of follow-up. Um, but I mean, all we can do really is wait and hear what they have to say. Uh, yeah. And in the meantime, we can give our final rating, our final Infinity Stone rating. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. from zero stones to six or an Infinity Gauntlet, if you love this show so much, you want to ask it to prom and, and you know, wear something sexy and maybe, you know, tell the limo driver to put up a privacy screen when you're in the show or in the, in the seat together. Um what would you give this, Ryan? I, did I give Thor five or four stones? I, I can remember. tell you right now what you gave Thor. You're talking about Love and Thunder, right? Yeah. Um, oh, why didn't I write down your answer? I'm a dum-dum. Oh, I think we gave it the same thing. I remember you yeah, saying... It was four, right? I yeah, so gave you, it four. Also, you also give it four, yeah. I would, I would give Miss Marvel four as well. I, I think Miss Marvel... It's still fun. It's a great. I, the way I look at it is like, does the superhero does the superhero fit in the MCU world, like in terms of tone, feel, and play? And yes, I think Miss Marvel checks off a lot of boxes that makes her fun, a fun character. And I do want to see a lot more stories with her. I think she's going to be a, a really kind of. A, uh, I think she's going to bring a, a a more fandom perspective to the MCU which is really fun because we kind of only get it through Ant-Man and it's kind of, it, he's kind of an awkward guy. So I, I like that as well. Um, this, but like the action sequences are so fun in the show. Like my favorite scene is still the, the Bon Jovi action sequence in the, the kitchen. Uh, that I loved it so much. Um, and the exposure to culture is like, like, yes, give me more of that. Like Moon Knight was, was definitely, uh, Definitely a, a dip in the shallow end, but but man, Miss Marvel was a jump in the deep end of culture, and it was perfect. Like, oh, oh my god, I loved it. I love so how much I do, we learned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, and it was really good to see that. Um, so I would definitely say that. Yeah, I would say it's for because again, the pacing was a bit too fast, and everything just wrapped up a little too neatly with with little to no room to really speculate on the mystery only because you could speculate on it, but it feels like it's such a wrapped up story. It's like, well, then why should I even bother caring about all these like mystery that's left with her? Because like, yeah. really what you're telling me is, is like, this is what makes her Miss Marvel and that's it. And that, and I, I don't think I could justify it any other way than saying it that way. Yeah, I like that. I, um, I had trouble rating this, but I came to the decision that I would give it five stones. Uh, I had such a blast with it, man. It's so much fun, but there's so much that needed to be in there uh, in terms of this story, in terms of the gin and the, the Jersey story. And neither of them really got the time they deserved. 
Uh, I give the I give the show extra points here for sticking the landing because that can't be easy to do after what we saw and how rushed it was. But still, there's more to this story. And even though it might be better with the hindsight of three years from now with whatever we're getting, it shouldn't have to rely on that hindsight. Yeah. So five is as high as I will go. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel. So that's it, Miss Marvel, folks. It's done. It's over. And in a couple of weeks, we'll be back with She-Hulk. But until then, Ryan, where can the good people find you? Uh, good people can always find me on twitch.tv forward slash Xbox Canada. And you can find me at YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Expert Zone. I will leave with the comments of I'm very excited for San Diego Comic-Con. I'm so glad Marvel is back. The only thing that sucks about it is we're only going to be able to read what people saw and maybe not see what people saw. So that's going to suck. I hope that's not the case. That's boring. Um, yeah. It's well, happened every single time. They, what we will see is like, hey, we're doing this movie and here are the actors. And then, oh, we have something cool to show you. And then it just goes fade to black. And then it comes open oh. again and they're like, ooh, yeah. I don't mind that as long as I get to see that big slate that he always shows with all the logos. That's yes. what I want. That's what I want to yes. see. Uh, you can find me on the Andrew Fantasia YouTube channel talking about Westworld where I'm always talking about Westworld and other things. Good times. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that is Miss Marvel. That is Infinity Rewatch. Thank you all for sticking with us during this really, really cool show. And we'll see you shortly for She-Hulk. Until then, please have a Miss Marvelous Day.